Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Ben Roy Turner. Finish me. Fantastic. And <laughs> Josh Brown. <laughs> I've got nothing to follow that up with, man. I've got a... What's the friendship one? Friendship, kindness. Friendship, funnily enough. Yeah, that's great. Go, that's yeah. like, what's those things in Gremlins called? Just, you know, just, lead, <laughs> just lead with it. Um, babality, friendships, whatever you need. That's the um, one, babality. It is. I, I thought we would have a big old natter on the state of kind of video game movies, but mostly through the through the lens of at least uh, a bit of Mortal Kombat 2021. Because um, Monster Hunter is about to drop very, very soon as well. And that thing... You know, it just looks brilliant. I'm sure that's going to be another well-made Paul Anderson flick. Um, and man actually got his start doing Mortal Kombat in the first place back in 1995. So yes. um, we thought we would kind of use all of this to talk about uh, the new Mortal Kombat trailer. Um, what do we kind of want to see from it? I know that from the three of us, I'm the biggest Mortal Kombat fan. Um, but Mr. Benroy, what did you think of the trailer? What do you want to see from a Mortal Kombat movie in 2021? I want to see them do things like have the fights for most part. Not it, Obviously them falling into some sort of fight arena, like all these people <laughs> around them with guns just... You know, like we're not going to shoot you anymore. We're going to go into fist mode. No, I, I, I really just want to see. Uh, it's weird. Did they give much? Because I watched the trailer several times. I think mm. I was just sort of like oh, for the visuals and wasn't really listening to what they were saying. Partly because I watched it about ten times in Russian before yeah, it came into um before it came into uh, the English version. Mm. And I just, I just want to see all these characters in those cutscenes that I so enjoy. But yeah, I just don't want to have to then pick up the the controller afterwards and do some fight. I want to see it all go through. <laughs> you want the version of the the Mortal Kombat like existing campaign thing, but just to stitch all the cutscenes together and just see yeah. how that comes together. I, I also just want some Sub Zero. I just want Sub Zero to just wreck a load of people because <laughs> I I think I I love Sub Zero the most because he's probably mm. the easiest one to play as, and I just always have gone to him. But oh, yeah, Scorpion's I, a good shot if you want to if you want an introductory Mortal Kombat man. I think I always thought Sub Zero was cooler because you could freeze people and be really. Cooler. He's, he's, yeah he literally is the coolest hey. one there and then yeah but i just now i never want to know what josh is going to say because i was I'm just talking about sub-zero and how cold he is and how i want sub-zero <laughs> to finish me well i was always a scorpion guy man uh, my what culture origin story actually is i was 13 right and back then there was this website called pixel where you could create your own um website essentially for yourself it was like really mm-hmm. rudimentary you could have your different um, pages on there and i had one page called the 10 most badass Mortal Kombat characters, which was a <laughs> ranking, Get which in. was more or less a prototype for my eventual what culture career. I was 12 or 13, and you I absolutely loved it. You did not submit this as part of your application in, back in well, the day. I, 
I was too young, you know what I mean? I wouldn't, it wouldn't have been allowed. Mm. I would have needed to get my mum and dad to sign off on it. It would have been a whole thing. I was just practicing for me, for the love of it, for the art of lists, you know what I mean? Uh, but no, um, recently, um, I've kind of like, not fallen off Mortal Kombat, but I just, the, after um, the, the first big kind of like reboot, reimagining um, in MK9, I didn't really play 10, only recently got around to 11. But when it comes to like the movies, I just kind of want to see them not have to embrace like a blockbuster kind of like style of filmmaking. I don't want this necessarily to be like the Paul W.S. Anderson one where everything's mm. big and it's explosive and it's kind of like trying to appeal to a wider mainstream audience. I just want this to like go hard on like the Mortal Kombat shenanigans, just be like, look, we don't need to appeal to everyone. We just need to make a kick-ass action movie with all of these mad characters and do the source material justice and give people what they want to see, which I think to <laughs> speak for everyone is a lot of blood, a lot of guts, a lot of well-choreographed fights using mm. the uniqueness of this franchise to kind of elevate them. Well, the, the thing is level. that I, the, the biggest worry I have, because I think the costumes are spot on. I love the, the budget seems like it's been applied in the right places. The special effects look great. When Sub-Zero freezes that dude's shock on it, looks brilliant. And I think the only worry I have is that director Simon McCoy, it's his first major motion picture. Like it's his, he's been entrusted with all this stuff. Um, you know, and he has these incredible martial artists like Joe Taslim and like uh, Hiroyuki Sanada uh, playing like uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion. And like, you know, even like Lewis Tan playing uh, Cole, like he's like, you know, this like MMA style dude. And I'm just, I want really, really solid choreography. I don't want constant cuts around stuff. I don't need that Western approach to fight choreography that I think ruins yeah. so many fight scenes in so many movies. Um, and I would hope that because, you know, Taslim came off the raid, that um, I don't know if, if they have any say in saying like, no, like let this scene breathe a bit more. Um, because I remember there was a, <laughs> there's a making of the 1995 Mortal Kombat that I went back and watched. Um, and uh, Robin Shu, the guy that played uh, Liu Kang, um, he was the guy saying to Paul Anderson, like, don't cut around this fight so much. Let, yeah. these, let these moves work and breathe. And for me, it's it's a lot of it's going to hinge on that. Because um, even like, that, as cool as that blood dagger is, which is one of the highlights of the whole trailer when Sub-Zero catches the midair blood and then stabs Scorpion with it, they still cut around that about four times. Whereas I'm like, you could probably get away with just grabbing it, cut to something else. I don't know, like, it needs to really flow. And I hope that McCoy being, you know, his first major project that I hope that doesn't get in the way of it. Yeah, I mean, with the trailer stuff, I wonder whether that's just the specific cutting for the trailer and whether or not it's going to be mm. kind of be less flashy or whatever in like the final cut. It might just be to kind of, you know, get some attention and try mm. to make a spectacle of it. Perhaps, I don't know. I feel like they hit more or less the right vibe, I think, in terms of the choreography and letting it breathe and kind of like just showing it and not having to try to accentuate or maybe even hide things with like quick cutting or, mm. you know, shaky cam or whatever. Like, you know, all of those horrible and gimmicks that like 2010s action movies That's rely on far too it's, much. I think like, it's, yeah, I think it's just the modern trailer. Like you, you got to remember like the, the trailer's done almost totally separately from anyone else who's working on the film. Like, and then it gets passed over and go, are we crapping on your film? Not that much now. Okay, we're fine. We'll put it out sort of thing. But <laughs> I like I, if it was uh, Liam Neeson in Taken Free Affair where there's 17 cuts just for someone to turn their head, mm. then like, yeah, that'll be horrible. But I, I, I really want them, I think like everyone else to just situate the fighting as well and see some more of that. But then just bring the, just the wicked powers the thing about Mortal Kombat, why it destroys every other fighting game ever made, uh, oh, is because um, it's just just cooler. It's just got better characters. I feel like it's more fun to play. Like Marvel versus Capcom can be a decent one where you can just go 
bat crap crazy can we say bat crap probably you can, uh, you can go for but, it. but then bats are a thing these days and then like uh then there's like street fire which is always just seems sort of like you know it's just bland for me for the most part <laughs> look like, the king is tekken the king of iron fist tournament has always been tekken <laughs> oh That's my god he's tekken. tekken's like the weird step like uncle that comes over for like a cup of cocoa and doesn't leave are you legit Pooping I mean, on Tekken. I like I like Tekken, but it's, it doesn't Do touch you? Mortal Kombat, my child. You can sit down. You're right because it's so much further above it. It's not even in the same realm. But not to worry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you, you you rely on your ring outs, and I'll go and play a proper fighting game. That's in Soul Calibur. <laughs> Tekken doesn't have ring outs. <laughs> But not to worry. The, and the thing I was going to get uh, to was, um, did you guys notice the dialogue in the trailer? Because a lot of people picked up on that uh, back and forth, which has clearly been edited together anyway, um, where it's uh, Cole Young. And I think, I forget what the, his, his sister's called, but it's that that little bit of dialogue where it's like, oh, that's a birthmark. What do you mean he was born with it? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. cool. That's, that's what we're going with. And um, I don't know, does the dialogue even matter to you guys in a movie like this? No, I mean that bit in particular. <laughs> I'm sure someone's already uh, like like made this exact joke, but it was like uh, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. It sounded that, yeah. exactly like that, and I was like right. that. That sticks out a little bit and reminds me of the Paul W.S. Um, Anderson right, right. combat film a little bit. Because while that is enjoyable in a dumb way, that was like falling over itself doing the mental gymnastics to justify why there's a fighting tournament between realms, <laughs> which is admittedly, when you say it like that, a bit of a hard sell. Oh, I tell like, you what, though, right? A bit one, of that here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. too much. Yeah, just one thing, right? Because it's like in the you think of the MCU, like every uh, the thing that I despise. I know you guys know this, but I, I hate when uh, a movie has to break its own little tone to be like, hey, you in the audience, hey, we know that this is a crazy concept. Like, just run with it. Like, you've yeah. got this intergalactic cross cross dimensional tournament for the sanctity of earth realm just call it that and they have i, I love that the tone was like completely self-serious that they weren't sort of breaking stuff to break character and be like you know like in mcu it would be like, well that's a stupid costume like hey that's why i'm called this and it's just like no that's sub-zero and scorpion and they're fighting for earth realm and that dude's from nether realm and just you run with it that's all it needs i mean most of it can just be big bad lad chow con wants to just take over everyone there you yeah. go and then then he's just making it a bit more fun than sending an army through like you know it's just a bit more interesting mm -hmm. and like uh i just want to say the ring out stuff i did know that's so anyone going oh my god <laughs> go go do one because i knew it anyway <laughs> i'm still waiting for tekken x street fighter i want to see some oh. Um, almost swore there, but I, but uh, yeah, I just just have Shao Kahn be just just come in and be a big destroying lad, and just like everyone else popping, just like I wonder how many of the characters like have they confirmed everyone that's in this. Like mm -hmm. I I haven't dug that far deep. I've just seen the trailer and the the screens we saw earlier in the year. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, they've got um for the cast list. I mean, there's uh, Cabal like is on the cast list. He's the dude that Luke Hang's summoning the giant dragon against. Like you can yeah. see, he's holding one of his like uh, weapons. And uh, Natara is also on the cast list from Deadly Alliance, the drag the uh, vampire with the big like dragon wings. Uh, he obviously isn't in the trailer. Even um, because I'm so sorry, I forget everyone. A lot of people's names. Uh, bad lady, the Australian guy who shoots the laser out of his eye. Kano. Even that didn't. Yeah, even that didn't look that like hokey. And mm. I mean, to be fair, it was turned to the other side, which I was certainly question like, why couldn't we see it come out of your laser eye? Mm. I, are they hiding something there, sort of thing? But I just just use metal powers and just you don't. I don't. If they need to just go and explain it all, they should just hand someone a pamphlet when they watch this at home on like hbo max go shut up there it is mortal kombat <laughs> one of the best selling franchises there is ever but for some reason more like i say for some reason mortal kombat always astounds me how much it sells because it's just yep. always like just keeps going and going and i 
I, I'm always like taken back by it, so I just want to see them go for it right. And if they just made those cutscenes out of the games into a movie as it is, I'm here for it. So I think and I hope they're just doing that. It but is worth saying that, like the um, yeah, yeah, like the recent um, campaigns, like you pretty much stitch those cutscenes together, and you have one of the best Mortal Kombat movies yeah. ever. Like the choreography is insane. When they um, did the reboot, was it was it nine the reboot where well, mm-hmm. with a semi reboot, and then we just like oh, I'm just gonna watch this nice cutscene now, and just and it just got better with ten sort of thing. And just, well, they like set the bar. Like every yeah. fighting franchise has tried to do a Mortal Kombat style yeah. story. It's great. Um, I do want to mention the fatality stuff because they do a like a fatality montage at the end of the Red Band trailer. Um, you know, you've got Kano punching Reptile's heart out and holding it like in front of him and all that kind of thing. Um, do you guys think that they'll go as complete all out with that stuff as possible? Like, is Sub Zero going to rip someone's entire skeleton out in one go? No, isn't it going to be it. like a fifteen? Oh, it says it's right, R-rated, no. but it's, but yeah. I don't know. Like, what can you get away with? Because like, there's already R-rated, the heart. I think. I'm not so sure. Is is our rated 18 here? Or that's the thing in it. Like, yeah, I think we would class it as a 15. I remember that coming out earlier, but I was googling it before trying to get the rating on it. I don't know if it's been fully classified yet, but there was uh, there has been earlier interviews about how it's going to be a 15 in the UK, which isn't okay. what you would need to be able to rip a skeleton out of someone. So I I don't know. I think they're going know, for a little man. bit low. You can get a lot. Get you can get away with a lot in mm-hmm. a 15 rated movie these days. Like it's notable when a movie gets an 18 rated. Like that right. is. It rarely ever happens, you know what I mean? There are only yeah. a few off the top of my head that I can remember getting a, a proper 18 in the UK. And that's not just for violence, usually. It's often for, like, drug use or, like, sex mm. or um, profanity and stuff. Or, like, if something it, so. eats something really clearly, like, you see a couple of zombie lads chomping on a face, then that normally gets, like, really bad. But I reckon so, like, I'm just thinking, like, the old Predator movies were, like, 18s, weren't they? But now they're pretty much 15s, where you yeah. can see him rip yeah. a skeleton out. The, so I think you can get a lot of the violence True. there. I think it just depends how much it glorifies it as well. Mm. Like, if they... I think like if you hamper down the blood, if you don't go all in with the blood when it squirts out like that, sorts it out a bit. I think as well because like, it's so cartoony. Like I mean, I, I, yeah. obviously over the years, Mortal Kombat's been blamed for X number of like real world, uh, you know, shows of violence or whatever. And Ed Boon has yeah. like said more recently that they deliberately try and be as over the top as cartoonish as possible. So there's no way you could ever replicate our stuff because we're doing crazy split a body in five pieces and shoot it out the sky and whatever else. Yeah. Um, and I kind of hope that they they have something like that in the um in the movie because they obviously they have Liu Kang summoning the the big dragon, but I would hope for like scorpions um taking his mask off and becoming a skull and then flaming someone or like i don't know do something that is like really crazy and over the top especially if you can tag it onto the end of like a raid style fight i had no I idea like that you... ed boon was sorry it was a credited writer as well i'm just looking at the six mm. writers they got now oh i thought but, he was just that, a producer or something i'm, I'm, I'm looking at imdb and it says out of six writers he's one of them so okay you know, I mean, it's based on his stuff, so he's probably given like they probably had to hand him a treatment or something. But I'm not sure how it, it feels like he's sort of like like tone wise and character wise, costume wise, and everything. It kind of feels it, like he has signed off on it. It won't be like a Neil Druckmann sort of level of power, I think, where he's mm. literally the whole project. But yeah, uh, sorry to jump in there, Josh. I know you was about to say something very important. No, it's all right. It was absolutely not important. I was just going to talk about fatalities because I think if Mm. if they're going to do them, and before we even got a trailer or even we got any casting, they were all talking up about how they're definitely putting fatalities in. They're definitely going to be R-rated. It's definitely going to be bloody. And if you're going to big it up that much, you need to deliver, in my opinion. So they need to go as big and as bold and as wacky and as bloody as they possibly can if it's just kano pulling a heart out of someone's chest like that's that's all right that's fine (laughs) but it's not what i want i want the madness i want the anarchy i want the insanity that like i said at the start takes mortal kombat to like the next level Mm. anyone could do bloody fight scenes you know well choreographed fight scenes anyone could do that 
not everyone can do Mortal Kombat fatalities. You know what mm. I mean? Like that is a unique thing to this. Well, movie, they've got Shang Tsung shouting, "Finish them!" So it's like yeah. you, that's, that's got to lead into something. It's got to be the big sort of like it, you. You won't get like seventeen of them. Hopefully, like hopefully <laughs> there'll be like more climaxes of some things. But as I was looking at more of the writers, did you realize one of the right? Is uh, I'm just looking. At, it's just so mad, like how they're some people here are involved in the first Mortal Kombat. You got someone oh, here from um, Twenty Two Jump Street uh cloverfield paradox it's just it's, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's all over the place but i reckon like what the you might get a, f- a fatality at the beginning uh, and then like one or two in the middle and like one at the end like a big mm-hmm. a big well, one show there's there's at least three that we know of there's a one where sonya yeah. shoots like melina's guts out kano punches reptile's chest and then well i guess like scorpion's get over here thing like is maybe the way he finishes them off but like we haven't seen the rest of that scene yet Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. 
Um, in terms of like just sort of run of the Mortal Kombat stuff, Josh, did you have anyone on your particular badass list from when you were 12 years old that you really want to see in the movie? Well, I, uh, in our um, trailer reaction, I told you how much I popped in there. Kung Lao just being there yes. saying, I'm Kung Lao. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> like, obviously, uh, Kung Lao and Liu Kang would be great. Give me the Shaolin Monks spin-off movie Hell, that oh, I absolutely need. Monk. And Crave, for me, um, like, when it comes to, like, the villains, I, I'm not disappointed because, obviously, they're going to do, like, Shang Tsung. They're going to do Goro and stuff. But um, I would I would have maybe liked to have seen them pick someone a bit stranger like they could for me they could have done like the deadly alliance thing of getting uh, like Quan Chi and Shang Tsung well, together or something that, yeah. like that I thought that I think Quan Chi will be in there but, like I mean they've got the whole right. thing where they show like Scorpion in Netherrealm like um Hanzo Hisashi like he gets his hood on looks up there's flames behind him it's like how are you gonna do that unless Quan yeah. Chi is behind it unless they just show him in hell <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe I mean they, they could do I, I don't know what you guys think about that but, but I feel like you know I've I've seen Shang Tsung, I've seen Goro, I've oh. even seen Shao Kahn a bit too much to an extent in uh-huh. the games as well as the previous movies. Like, I wouldn't mind if it was something slightly different or a bit of a, a spin on it because I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm not, I don't want to be, I don't want to be too entitled. You know what I mean? I don't want to ask well, no, I mean, too like, much. But. I was going to say, I can't remember. The, the, everyone always hates Shinnok is the name of the dude that they brought yeah. in MK4 and that like Quan Chi answers to and like you fight him in 10 and Raiden beheads him and, and whatever. I couldn't think of that dude's name, but that's one of the only other top tier villains they could bring in unless they did Chronica from MK11. So it's like, I think, I think because- yeah, I think it's because like they, ha- they haven't done an MK movie in so long. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, we'll just, we're going to do like a greatest hits. Like, I didn't expect Goro to be in there until he leapt into the trailer. Hmm. I think because Goro is just so sort of like visually, like either people remember it or like it's going to stick with you. Mm. Big giant lad with forearms sort of thing, like ripping <laughs> people apart. Mm. So like, I, yeah, I think you should hold some of the back uh, for either like an end of film stinger or, because you can imagine this could be more, they want to do more of these more than just one. I hope so. And, and yeah, I, I think you keep with it. I almost want to keep them with the standard bunch just so we can sort of go from there. Maybe I'm a bit boring with that sort of thing. No, I think a lot of people like, that's one of the weirdest things though, is that you've got this main cast that everyone loves, but you therefore cannot do fatalities on them because then you, yeah. they won't be around for the sequel movies. So it's like, you need like fodder enemies to We've always, we can bring Vapor back to life though. Like we've, we've had it in the games where like, here's like dead version of these people now. And like, all kind of. The- like, I don't know, like they did like they did zombie Liu Kang, they brought Sub Zero back yeah. as like uh like Kwai Lang and everything, and it's like I guess so. Um, but yeah, I mean I guess we should sort of like use this as like a pivot into like what do you got what do you kind of expect from a video game movie at this point? Like, should they just take stuff from the source material, recreate that in in movie form? Um, or is that like the lazy way to do it? Because like for me, watching the trailer, I think it's because it's been so long since there's been a Mortal Kombat movie. Um, and because the only two other Mortal Kombat movies, if you discount Scorpion's Revenge, um, are the schlocky 1995 ones, and Annihilation is like god awful. Um, so for me, it was like just reacting to like, oh my god, they got the costume right, oh my god, they got the, the names right. They got like they're they're taking it seriously. The tone is there, and like that was enough for me. But I think, as you know, like it's because for the Last of Us, I don't want them to just do that because it's already perfect in game form. But it hasn't been. I don't know Mortal Kombat. It feels fresher that they haven't done it in movie form yet. It's almost case by case, isn't it? You know, for something like Mortal Kombat, I think you can 
there's, there's with Mortal Kombat, there is more to be said for authenticity and doing the source material right. Like you don't want them to really come out and like you say, get the kind of like lore a bit wrong. You don't mm. want to get the costumes wrong. You kind of want that stuff in place because the world building is so important to Mortal Kombat's kind of like success. You know what I mean? Like they're always talking about how cool it is compared to other mm. fighters. And so much of that comes down to these specific personalities, these specific looks, these specific um, fighting styles and stuff. So I think if you hit that, then you can kind of like go a bit madder with the <laughs> like narrative, like the narrative of Mortal Kombat, arguably, you know, as a storytelling front, not a mythology kind of like, not from a mythology perspective, didn't really get there until some of the later games, you know? So I think you can kind of reinterpret those stories, reinterpret um, what these tournaments mean and kind of like how they work. But as long as you get the fundamentals right with Mortal Kombat, mm. I think you can kind of, then put your own directorial artistic flourishes on top of that and kind of make it unique to cinema in a way that uh, the games necessarily, I was gonna say, necessarily like, aren't. What do you guys think of Cole? Like Cole Young as like a, as like a plot device? Because I initially was like, oh my God, what are they doing? Like, why are they doing this? They should just have Liu Kang be the main character. But I think because everybody is so fully formed and supernatural and everything else, then you can have Cole just enter the tournament and he just sees fully formed versions of characters finishing someone off in the distance or whatever. And he just has to go with it. And like, obviously he gets to be the audience surrogate. Like, yeah, what was your thoughts on that? Baby? There is that he's the audience surrogate, the audience, sorry, surrogate way. Like we, there are so many of like the frothing people like, Oh, is, did they just say get over here he's gonna say get over here. and, and <laughs> as it's introducing everyone into this world rather than it being such a like um uh more iconic sort of like dropping you in sort of there like if you, everyone comes from the outside in mm. so say like maybe you had like say an alice and then you can sort of be brought into that world right. uh i'm really upset i didn't get a big pop there from you josh when I, <laughs> I was see that i was i was like holding <laughs> the anger back i wasn't going to give you it Damn it! I was I was waiting <laughs> to draw you, but no, I think it's it's probably the smartest way to go in there, to, rather than to go real deep in, and then you bring people like because this is going to be seen by people that have never seen Mortal Kombat to any extent, apart from a box on a shelf that is like you need to sort of be there for both sides. I kind of view it like, you know, when Bond walks through like the gadget room, it's only because I literally watched Goldeneye the other week, but you know, when he walks through like a gadget room and then you sort of go, oh, that's an exploding pen. That's a thing that that's chewing gum that turns into a bomb. That's a car with twin miniguns. And he just sort of like walks through it all as it's all happening around him. I kind of want that version of the Mortal Kombat mythos, like Cole Young going round by round. And it's like, oh, you're now you're up against Scorpion. That's a weird demon hellwraith that lost his entire family 300 years ago. Time to fight. And just sort of yeah. like, just go like that's that, that's the yeah. exact energy that I kind of want. I think it's because there's so much potential for like spin-offs and you know obviously they are planning this to be a larger franchise and whether or not mm. they'll succeed in that I don't really know and that's kind of why I am a bit frustrated that they're doing like the basic Mortal Kombat story this time around because I'm like will I get to make a second one I Ooh. hope they do but who knows you know there was supposed to be an Assassin's Creed franchise that didn't take off there was <laughs> God, supposed yeah. to be a Prince of Persia franchise that didn't take off uh, we've had all of these examples in the past of like these failures to start. And I hope MK isn't the same and I hope mm -hmm. they do get the option to explore this world. But when it comes to like Cole, I think it kind of makes sense to have an audience surrogate just because you might, might I don't know who else would you choose to be the main main character? Would you go down like the Liu Kang route? Would you go for well, that's, that would be the would thing. Like I mean... Sonya, Jax or what? It would, it's like difficult to juggle all those characters. Mm -hmm. In this way, I think you can have someone in the center to kind of like center it and then if you want, maybe in the future, you could have a Sub-Zero spin-off movie. You could have Liu Kang, Kung Lao. You could have, you know, Sonya Jacks, whatever, Johnny mm -hmm. Cage or whatever, and then kind of like branch off from there, bringing their own stories in. Mm -hmm. 
In terms of like, I guess, Ben Roy, do you think that they'll do like just hit all the basic beats of a Mortal Kombat, like tick the boxes, do the thing, do the fan service thing, and then worry about like sequels and stuff later? I still think we're going to end on like a Johnny Cage tease. I think that's going to yeah. be the post credits. Yeah, I, it's, it's going to be like that. I think we're far and away from the era of where like video game movies were trying to do something different and then having sort of like scraps of what you knew on the side of it. Like, let's just take that name and make the film of it. Even mm-hmm. though like, um, I wonder how that Monster Hunter movie is going to turn out. I've seen bad things about it. And the trailer, <laughs> the trailer it looks, look good. The trailer looks like Mia Jovovich and uh, Paul Davis Anderson just thought, you know what? Let's just take these video game kids for There was that interview <laughs> with him where he was like, oh, when uh, Monster Hunter World blew up, he's like, oh, Hollywood was asking around who's got the Monster Hunter IP. And they were all really upset that it was me. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> even you know that you can't do that. I mean, I, look, you know what? Sometimes we all say about these video game franchises, but when you can be like, when you're Paul W. Anson, you can do this. <laughs> My word, oh Ben Roy. For the you know, audio crowd, this, Ben Roy has produced an entire fanning of all the Resident Evil movies in physical form. Uh, Why do you have sealed. them on hand? Sealed. Why sealed. are they there? I mean, because you've got to slide away and get some gimmicks whenever you can, like, as you say. <laughs> but I think... it's got a sickness. I've got a signal. I didn't pay for most of these, okay? I'm uh, them together so you can produce worse. them as a perfect fan you, whenever they need to. You stole them. You risked jail time for them. That's worse than paying <laughs> no, no, for them, I am. Two pounds, and this took about four months to get to me, it felt like, because I had to complete the set. I hate it so much. I'm never opening it. But um, I, I, I think... I, you can't not make money, right? I, I wonder. The, I had a look uh, on IMDb, the not IMDb, Wikipedia. The Monster Hunter movie made made a loss. I don't know whether that's just down to the situation where people don't want to risk their life and health to see Very, a Monster like, Hunter movie. Available, like it was. It's listed on Amazon uh, US for twenty dollars. Well, so that thing was based you know. off the. Sh- the bloody Metal Gear Solid uh, DLC, right? Where Snake falls into Monster Hunter. That's what that's that's why army people go into that because apparently this is the rumors that because the army person being the Snake Man yeah. from that game that no one even cares about went He's in awful. and fought the Monster Hunter people. So now these other army people fall in there, and I just can't wait. To, I, I think it's probably going to be some art there, you know, you guys. But I'm a big fan I, of Paul Anderson <laughs> just sitting there playing a bit of Peace Walker and going, "I've got it, right? Don't jump, do, <laughs> yeah, don't do just, Monster Hunter." Do exactly this and then uh, the big dinosaur thing i'm sure it'll be fine but um (laughs) no i i think that even with this you know i always had another tingling going around the head i've got many of these today i think it's these pieces of crap it sounds like it uh uh, because you know uh, wb are trying to do more with their games that they were making trying you can't really make mortal kombat live service it's like let's make the mortal kombat name work as a film this time we've got this massive film division let's do a thing with it Mm -hmm. i think i think it i'm I'm confident in that it can work. Like it's got more to it than say like a Hitman. It's got more yes. to it than like an Assassin's Creed. I just think that th- there's enough there, and there's enough. I think because it's also like so diverse. And it's just like we. How many main franchises do we have? Like especially in the West, where you're like based in sort of like this sort of like where violence, magic, and based in different parts of one, different realms. And it can go so much. It sounds like a cartoon at the top of it, but it's there's so much more to it than... The thing is, like, one of the, the biggest sort of theories going into Justice League, before we knew how that was going to go, was, like, that they would do... The Warner Brothers would do a reverse MCU. You start with your group ensemble, and then everyone yeah. loves all the characters. Oh, I can't wait to see more of insert person. And then you split them all off. And obviously, they've done the Wonder Woman movie uh, and Aquaman and stuff. But it's, like, I like the idea of them 
I guess I like the idea of them approaching that for Mortal Kombat as well. I don't trust Warner Brothers' executive decisions after everything that's happened with DC. Um, yeah. But you would hope that because Ed Boon is directly involved, he can veto stuff or say that's not what we should do, etc. I don't know if I'd want the exact, like, say, like just the Scorpion movie, as sacrilegious as that might be, I'd mm. want other recognizable characters in there. But I would like, you know, sometimes some can take a back seat, if that makes more yeah. sense. Like, but you could, do, I, you could do a Shaolin Monks movie, do Liu Kang and Kung Lao, and for the love of God, remake Shaolin Monks. <laughs> there's just there's just so much there in Mortal Kombat. There's so many fighters. I mm. you just just I I as as simpleton as I am, I was I was there ready for it just with the sub zero stuff. Like yeah. having like obviously you're gonna have sub zero front and center, one of them, but like my favorite fire in that game, just there and ready. Mm-hmm. And I think it it's, it's going to be no Street Fighter from the 90s, let's put it that way. <laughs> hopefully, and, yeah, regardless of anything, hopefully it's a step up from the 90s movie. And we know they care so much because they'll always bring back, say, like the movie costumes in the game. Like we mm. have echoes of mm. the old, I feel like there was echoes of the old theme in that trailer. Like they're yeah, just oh, the totally. Pulses yeah. and just, they, they know what they're doing. They're sort of feeding back into that nostalgia, as, as weird as it might be for some of the bad nostalgia of things. But it's just, I feel like the, you're watching it. I feel like there's care. And unless they've just cut the best trailer in the world out of the worst <laughs> piece of garbage. That's the thing, right? Like, we'll have to wait and yeah. see. But are we in a renaissance like with the Resident Evil movie coming out like later this year as well, where it's meant to be hardcore into the, the games? Uh, <laughs> what else? The bloody Borderlands movie that's got Jack Black as Claptrap, but then oh, Kate yeah, Blanchett and then Jamie Lee Curtis and... Kevin Hart. I don't know what's going on. Did someone just go, the video games are making money because nothing else can? So let's Well, do- the more you look into like the making of, of those old movies, the more it was like one person had the yeah. idea to do it. They barely had any knowledge base for what they were doing. And it was just like, oh, as long as you include this character and they say this line, then it'll oh, it'll make loads of money. Look, Mario Brothers. And it's just like, <laughs> no, like you need to take it remotely seriously. And I feel like obviously gaming is so much bigger now that like those creatives, those teams have more weight to go to those executives and go, no, it needs to be done this way um, yeah. and that's definitely how the trailer comes across like you said though i have that worry as well that it's maybe just a very very good trailer because <laughs> when you look at the dialogue it's not great and like yeah i just i hope that it's not um one big old lie i guess um for closing thoughts one thing you want to see from the mortal Kombat movie josh brown um oh man character um, up to you i am right on the spot right now and i'm not entirely <laughs> sure who is you just say that? something good drunken dude that Bo right is... show you want you want yeah the gold bull right show to come yeah bull right show i want him to come in and do some pumps and drink a lot of um alcohol <laughs> and then slap some fool right in the chops i think that will be tell you good. what he actually might be the guy that Jax is doing a fatality on in the trailer. There's a bit where Ooh. Jax jumps up, arms wide, and it, there's a man who looks like a slightly portly gentleman who could be Bo Raicho. I'm just, I'm just this. throwing it out. Mr. Benoit Turner, <laughs> what's the one thing you want to see? It's more of an idea. I want when people do get fatalities and die, I want them to be able to be brought back if you have to do some sort of like dredging to one of the realms and bring it back. So I want it uh, always a possibility to bring people back. It's just the most hilarious one. And I want someone to get PayPalities in, like, say, a post credit thing. <laughs> because why not? I would happily take a PayPality. I think for me, it's it's the Sub-Zero um, fatality. I want him to rip an entire skeleton out of someone in one go. I don't know how you even do that on screen um, because it's become increasingly ridiculous and hard to do the more realistic the graphics have become. But just him to produce an entire skeleton in one go. Just <laughs> yeah. Rip it out of someone. That's all it is. Um, so, yes, let us know what you think uh, down in the comments below for the Mortal Kombat movie. What do you want to see if you're going to make a big old wish list? Um, and for now, this has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Tilford, joined by Ben Roy Turner. Uh, goodbye and finish me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and Josh Brown. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. All right. Don't worry, I'll finish you, Josh. Ah, uh, flawless victory, mate, isn't it? Flawless victory. <laughs>